This session will provide a brief overview of post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, and here, when I say post-traumatic stress disorder, I'm talking about a reaction to a traumatic event characterized by um, re-experiencing, avoidance, and increased um, arousal. Uh, the age of onset um, depends, right? And the male-to-female ratio, um, unfortunately, is going to be um, at a 1 to 2%. The prevalence is about 3% in the, the general population, but practitioners should be aware that about 30% of Vietnam veterans um, are affected by the condition, so very unfortunate. Uh, for our fighting men and women. Uh, so the discussion here is going to be divided into five different areas. Uh, first, we'll talk about symptoms. Second, we'll talk about your differential. Uh, third, we'll talk about uh, treatment options. Uh, fourth, we'll talk about complications. And finally, um, we will discuss prevention, uh, if any. So the symptoms uh, here can be characterized into two clinical pearls, um, one of which needs um, unpacking. Uh, so first, the patient must have a perceived life-threatening trauma in all three of the following that I'm about to give you. Here I'm talking about um, re-experiencing, uh, flashbacks, nightmares, etc., um, avoidance, uh, places, thoughts, feelings related to the trauma, um, as well as increased arousal. And here um, I'm talking about insomnia, uh, hyperstartle, poor concentration, uh, and anger outbursts. And the patient must have all symptoms uh, for a minimum of one month. So what does our differential diagnosis look like uh, for PTSD? Uh, well, uh, first the patient can have depression, right? So patients, um, these patients will not have, will not have flashbacks uh, to a traumatic event. Uh, second, the patient could have a generalized anxiety disorder, and these patients um, do not have a history of a traumatic event. Uh, and third, the patient could have an adjustment disorder, and here um, patients will have stress, anxiety, depression, or behavioral changes that are related to a specific trigger, but that do not have um, all three primary symptoms, and here uh, the primary symptoms, again, are going to be re-experiencing, avoidance, as well as increased arousal. Uh, how do you treat uh, post-traumatic stress disorder? Um, treatment occurs along two lines. Uh, first, behavioral therapy, um, so various forms of individual therapy, um, and group therapy could be especially helpful, and then uh, the second axis is going to be medication. And here I'm talking about SSRIs, um, sleep agents, as well as long-acting uh, benzodiazepines. So what are the complications of post-traumatic stress disorder? Uh, well, two things to keep in mind here. First, uh, long-term use of benzodiazepines can lead to psychological dependence, and prescriptions um, should prescribe uh, with caution and uh, uh, selectivity. Uh, second, um, avoidance of stimuli associated with the trauma can generalize to avoidance of a wide range of things, which become secondarily associated with the trauma uh, in the patient's mind. This leads to a far greater negative impact uh, on the patient's life. And finally, uh, prevention. Uh, some research suggests that a debriefing uh, shortly after the traumatic event can decrease the patient's likelihood of developing post-traumatic stress disorder. Well... <laughs> Well, and that concludes this short session on post-traumatic stress disorder.